Thanks for listening to 1590 Afterwards. Today, as it sits, we are at uh, Monday, August 28th already. It's almost September. It's so weird to think because for a lot of us, Labor Day is really when we think of end of summer. Now, the kids have been back in school for a week or two for most of it. But when I was a child, Labor Day really sealed it off. It was sort of Memorial Day brings you into the summer and Labor Day seals it off. And as the cliche goes, time does fly. Yeah, being from Sacramento, the the state fair used to be Labor Day weekend, and that was it. That was the wrap of the summer, and as soon as the state fair was done, everybody's going back to school. It's very weird how they've kind of sneaked that in. It feels like the kids are going back earlier and earlier. And we're trying. The, the years have changed so much. You know, they've compressed some, like uh, Thanksgiving. Now that was traditional Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that was like a four day. It was heaven when you were a kid. But now they're taking off the Monday through Friday before. So yeah. they've stacked things a lot differently. Then in the old days, still a couple of weeks for Christmas. But uh, you get used to it when you have kids. And I still have a child in high school. You have uh, grammar and yeah, yep, I have intermediate. A, a junior high and a high school now. Yeah, That's what you got, playing hockey too, both of them. Uh, Maddie is not playing hockey this season, but she wants to return soon. So wants to return we're looking soon. at it. Yeah, There's stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm familiar with that type of conversation too. Played over the weekend. Yeah, Tommy had a game last night, and it was uh, a lot of fun. The Cube is just such a great place to take hockey. I mean, the UCLA plays there, and there's great uh, there's great travel teams that play out of there. You know this because your son played for them. Just such a great place to go watch hockey. Yeah, it's a double rink, and it's it's got a pond too. Yeah, so it's actually a triple <laughs> rink because it's got the pond. And when I looked at the pond at first, I thought, "What?" But when you have real little kids playing, they're playing on a real ice rink with boards for a length that's appropriate for them. And it's so great. Yeah, it is really, really good. So love the ice hockey. Any sport any kid gets into is fine. The other thing, again, when I was a kid, I do that too much, but I've got to keep doing it. That's why I do it too much. Anyway, when I was a kid, it was really baseball, football, and uh, a little bit of basketball. There was some tennis going on and things like that, but it wasn't really that expansive. Now, you were raised in a different situation because Mm -hmm. you were in a troubled part of town. So what were sports like for you up in SAC? Basketball was the primary sport. Like it it was pretty, pretty much, you know, you, somebody brought the ball and you all met at the park. We had, um, I had a, a Baptist church. It was actually a black Baptist church that, that bordered the back of the house that, where I lived. And they had a little basketball court. And they told me that I could, we could play there anytime we wanted. Even though I had my own little court, I liked going and playing on theirs. And it was just, uh, you know, there, there was all these, like, little outdoor courts that were set up around, you know, all around the town. And you would just have your friends like, okay, well, we'll meet up over it. Uh, there was a place called uh, Robertson Center that was is like the place where everybody goes to play basketball, and you only went there if you really were ready to bring it. <laughs> is this pickup? Yeah, they'd pick okay, up games as and, it goes, and very high level pickup games, and sometimes high level intensity to where you're like, oh, maybe I maybe I'll go back home early tonight. <laughs> now, my understanding in the old days, guys that were good here in town would go down to Venice because that's where it happened, and that might have been the original white man can't jump. It might have been Venice courts. I'm not sure. I think so. Yeah, but that was the big deal. So if a kid from here went down there, it was special because you got a lot of guys who had game but just didn't make it anywhere. Yeah. So that makes it fun. But here, uh, these days, there's so many different sports. Like when I was a child, there was one ice rink. It was in Topanga, and it was a short rink, not exactly a pond. But friends of mine played hockey there. We used to play a little street hockey for fun, and that was uh, a big deal. But organized hockey, 
you did have to go out to the valley to play at all. Nowadays, you've got a couple of rinks around here, and the Simi rink is a good rink to play in along with the Cube and up in Santa Barbara. But another thing that's happening here, and this is a sport uh, for the individuals, Casitas Rowing, and they're going to have their big thing coming up uh, Labor Day on the 2nd. That's when the fall season begins. They'll give you like a free week of rowing so you can check it out. And this is a high school accredited event, too. So you go out and do the rowing. For people who wonder if you saw the social network, the Winkelvasses, whoever um, he ripped off, Zuckerberg, you know, he got in the battle with them. They were rowers. Oh, okay. It's an Olympic sport. So it's the long boats. The job you really want is the person that just says, stroke, yeah, stroke, <laughs> and just keeps everybody in time. That's all he does. Yeah. You know, it's like the guy in the band that's got that stick thing. We'd always wonder, like, uh, you're not playing anything, really, and you're in the band? Right, exactly. Yeah, that's it. So the leader of the band. But I, I look at sports as the greatest thing for me because I, believe it or not, was raised in a very white community, Thousand Oaks. At our school, we had four African-American kids. And we also had uh, a few Latinos. And then there would be of the, uh, like, Asian, you know, from what would be now known as Pacific Rim. Mm -hmm. But it didn't happen. The only way I really had any kind of interaction was through sports. And you'd go to other schools, and there would be a a massive amount of different uh, people. You'd have Latinos, African-American school, and that. But if it wasn't for sports, I wouldn't have had that interaction at all. Yeah, wouldn't that be sad? Weird, yeah. yeah. So without that, and when people say, what's the big deal? It's, um, it's, it's a way to get kids out of where they are and mm-hmm. show you that there are other places to go. And one of my favorite things for uh, – so, now, I was raised in Thousand Oaks. I was lucky. I had a very fortunate uh, bucolic uh, go up and hike, ride a motorcycle, hop on a horse. I really had it good. But when you look at how it is – so when we were at T.O., and we go over to uh, over the hill to Oxnard and this. We were the rich kids from Thousand Oaks. Now, from our point of view, we didn't feel rich. It was just like, well, you know, we do this and do that. And it was very strange. But it always affected me. I go, wow, that's how we're looked at. Did you have the rich neighborhood near you? Did you have the one that you would play that go, oh, they're from? Nothing close. No. Nothing, Nothing that'd be way up in a car. Yeah, we were pretty much up in the cut there in North Sac. There wasn't. So that was it. I was trying to think of the closest good neighborhood to where I lived. There were not, <laughs> not a whole lot going on. There, a lot of busing would be needed to get you there then. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that was your existence. That's what you were, you were raised with. So one of the funniest conversations I ever overheard, I was work, going to Northridge working at Westlake High School. And I was in there doing the sweep up. And there was four girls that I assumed were cheerleaders, and they were talking. And one of them was saying, oh, we've got to go and play those rich kids in Beverly Hills. And here I am in Westlake. And I will tell you, there are parts of Westlake, like North Ranch, that are quite wealthy. Westlake itself is lovely. Right. I don't think there would be a house under 1-1 one, one there. Seriously. Yeah, exactly. Nothing, not yeah. even a condo. And these kids are going on and on. And then it just made me think back to the situation with being over the hill and other, uh, like a Fillmore school. You mm-hmm. know, you were from Thousand Oaks, so you were the rich kids from T.O., Santa Paula too. It's just the way the economic division was. Right. And it was real. You know, it was absolutely real. So I thought, and I went, oh, because I wanted to walk up to the kids and say, 
Really? Really? <laughs> you know, you're all going to leave in BMWs. Yeah. You know, and if you walk the parking lot at Westlake High School, and God bless him. You know, again, I was gifted <laughs> with that upbringing. I think the difference is I realized what I had. I really realized what I had, and I realized how lucky I was to have stability around me. You, like you weren't you, comparing yourself to Beverly Hills going, man, the struggle's real. Yeah. Oh, it's a struggle. I'll tell you, the <laughs> 91360 compared to the 90, oh, we have it so tough here. Yeah, there was no eight mile going on. But for you, you, you had crime in your area. Yeah, we had there was uh drugs and stuff. all the all the stuff and yeah, yeah it was pretty uh it's it was pretty active. See, Get to I hear helicopters a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what um um oh, don't tell me don't tell me. Um Ghetto Bird? Yeah, that's what they Ghetto Bird. Okay, I think, I, think I, I just stole something from maybe Vanilla Ice. I think, oh, I don't know if it was him. I think okay. it was Ice Cube. Yeah, I knew it was an Ice. It might have been a different was. I knew it was an Ice. Ice tea, Ice Cube, Vanilla Ice. Order me some ice. But that, that's the existence. So I think it's important for kids to know. Don't be embarrassed by it, but be informed. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. And it's kind of funny because I have friends that are from Fountain Valley down in Orange County where they came from money and stuff, and they have insecurities about that where they're like, you know, I feel like everybody just thinks I'm this rich person that blah, 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 blah. And mm -hmm. like, no, I think, you know, it, it's, it's just funny how every, every, everything has its own problems. Yeah. And I guess feeling safe would be a better problem to have. <laughs> I, I think so. And uh, with that existence, Thousand Oaks for a solid 10, 15 years, when you looked at the national crime, we were always number one safest city. Wow. Of, like, so so I, I was raised with um, nothing happening. It was the old thing. If somebody, if a police officer found a seed of marijuana in a car, there's 10 cops there. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, whoa, it was crazy. At, at Thousands High School, a fist fight a week, just two guys going at it. There was yeah. nothing that was threatening. You would just circle up, watch two guys go at it, and that was that. That was our crime. It reminds me of my, uh, my boot camp buddy. His name was Billy Ray. He was from the small town called Dave, named Davis, Oklahoma, and he used to talk about when he would get in trouble like as an adolescent and like he, when the cops would, would get, pick him up. They would just call his dad. They didn't have to like ask him who's your dad, what's mm -hmm. your dad's phone number. They yeah, we got Billy again. What are you gonna do? You gonna come down here and take care of him? What do we you know, do you want us to hold him overnight? <laughs> like he the when he would tell me the stories is so funny because it was the he knew the cops, the cops knew him, and all they did was all right, well, we're gonna, you know, call dad and figure out how we're gonna deal with this. How are we gonna deal with you? And the old days of T.O., it was so relaxed there. Like, let's say our, our park was Dover and Hendricks. That was a place where guys, you know, everybody would go and kind of meet up, which was stupid because the police officers knew that. <laughs> yeah. So you might get a six-pack of beer. What the police officers would do back then a lot, they'd pull up and say, pour it all out and go home. That was it. Yeah. You know, that was it. Why so, do the paperwork? Why ruin some young kid's life who probably has – does? I mean, think about the first, I always think about like the first few times I had beer. I didn't really want it. I didn't really like it. You're kind of doing a kid a favor by letting him pour out the beer. You're like, yeah, it's too bad. I really wanted that yeah. beer. Oh, man. I was so ready Just for all those. Just getting started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. But I, that's why, again, I think uh, you joined the military. Yeah. The experience of going somewhere else and getting that in your life. You know, with uh, my kid uh, off, and I know hockey isn't exactly the best raci racially balanced sport in the world, clearly not, but it gave him an idea of what was out there. 
Hockey's and it's becoming way more and more, more integrated. More. Yeah, I really, I, I really you, like the yeah. And if you look at the fans of hockey too, that that's mm-hmm. definitely spreading out because yeah. it's such a blast. It really is. It's just the greatest sport in the world. It really My is. My humble arts. Oh, and I, I feel lucky to have discovered mm-hmm. it kind of late in life or, or be introduced to it, I guess, for my son because I had watched it before and never really, it never grabbed me the way it did until we went to the game and I was able to watch it through my kids' eyes. And you're 12 in Sacramento and you're thinking, yeah, one day I'm going to have a kid playing ice hockey. Right. Probably <laughs> not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably not. And it was the same with me. But I was raised because my dad was from Montreal. I had a little bit of a hockey thing going. We played street hockey, but then it left me for a while. And Cole, of all the bloody sports, because we, we want him to play, Cole has um, some energy issues. Mm-hmm. And it's um, I don't want to put any of the letters after his name because I think it's a lot of BS. Yeah. But there, there is some reality to it. Yeah. And we're, we tried to get him into soccer. He didn't take to it. We tried to get him into baseball. He's like, Dad, this is boring. We put him in tennis. We put him through all this stuff. Then one day he goes and puts on skates and he says, Dad, I want to play hockey literally 13 years later, he's going to start up playing with CLU again. I really recommend find the sport for your kid, whatever it is, badminton, gymnastics, you know, find the sport for your kid, put them in wrestling, anything. This Casitas rowing rowing thing is uh, fabulous. Yeah. Find a sport for you. Start teaching them pickleball. Pickleball is going to get bigger and bigger as time goes on. That and uh, the the cornhole, those are the two that are going to keep going. And younger and younger too. Pickleball Mm -hmm. was originally a good sport for old guys like me because you're, when you look at a tennis court, when you get a couple of years older, it looks like a football field. Mm -hmm. You get out there and you're like, what? And you start realizing your pivot is not what it used to be. That's how pickleball started. But now the youngsters are getting into it. It is a wicked game. I It, it looks like a blast. It looks like a lot of fun. But uh, you are going to see pro teams already coming up. You're going to see high school teams with pickleball. Yeah, yeah. And the economics of it is probably decent. Yeah, I think so, what too. Is it? It's a... Uh, a wiffle ball type ball, right? Yeah, it's a real a um, paddles. Yeah, a couple paddles, and um, there's a lot of tennis courts that aren't being used. It's like I think tennis had a, it's kind of like the Tiger Woods effect with the, what happened with golf. I think Serena and Venus really lifted tennis a little bit, and that's fallen off a little bit. And I think that on mass appeal, absolutely. Yeah, and I said so. Now I think that a lot of these, you know, where there was six, eight tennis courts, a lot of them are going, okay, let's chop this down. Let's make half of this pickleball since everybody's always, everybody's looking for pickleball courts now. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to go play pickleball on the weekends. It's it's the call. Uh, just a minute and a half left or so. Let's talk about the October 1st sports show. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea because I'm really excited about this show. I can't wait. We're going to have some of my favorite fighters there, our buddy Real Deal Chris Beal, who we've had here in studio on the show a couple times. Uh, my our Tabitha Ricci, who actually did the expo last year, she's going to return. Uh, she's coming back on, I think she's won two or three fights since the last expo. So she came into the last one already on a win streak, and her win streak is extended. She's an even hotter prospect than she was back in March. So looking forward to having her along with a bunch of other autographed guests that we'll be you know, announcing in the next week. So that's going to be Sunday, October 1st. It's only 5 bucks to get in. That's going to get your admission. It's going to get your raffle ticket. You'll be able to jump in the lines, get a couple of free autographs. You'll be able to check out some cool displays, a lot of cool stuff. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Still looking for a couple of vendors. We have a, a little bit of vendor space left, so if anybody's interested in that, they can always Any niche that you can think of? Because you talked about Hot Wheels. You talked about a, a bunch of stuff. Any particular, like, or are you pretty well covered? Just having a couple more would be a party. I'm just trying to think. 
you know, what else would come in? I'd like to be... see another Hot Wheels table, to be totally mm-hmm. honest with you, because we had a few people in asking for Hot Wheels um, that were like, oh, we're hoping there's going to be more Hot Wheels. So Orange track. Yeah. yeah. It's all you got to know. Hot Wheels were fun. Hot <laughs> so Wheels cool. were great. So uh, what we're wrapping up with, I really recommend, no matter what, find the sport for your kid. I don't I care if it's fencing. Just find the sport for your kid. The teamwork. Uh, the responsibility, all that, and tell all of the MMAers or fighter, I might bring my skip rope. I there might you bring go. my rope. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. We are done. We're at uh, the 1590. All right. Well, thank you for listening to 1590. Afterwards, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Be sure to like this episode and let all your friends know so that we can keep bringing you this fun content.